2: Let's get to the Giants a little bit. We've done a lot with the Jets and a lot of Aaron Rodgers. The Giants. We started the show by kind of touching on this a little bit, and that's Saquon Barkley. Uh, I'm sorry. I want to keep him. I think he's a good piece. Look at the amount. You know how much the, the Eagles are spending on running back in this uh, Super Bowl, Rick, for this season? Not, not a lot. I
3: don't think it's a lot of money, no. I
2: think $4 million for their running back room. Wow. $4 million. I think, I think the Chiefs are not much higher than that either. So I stand by it. I like Barkley. I'd like to keep Barkley. I'm not breaking the bank. If you've offered twelve and a half, and he is hemming and hawing at that, maybe you come to a uh, a realization that he's not a piece of the Giants' future.
3: Well, here's the thing, though. I think you need to. I, I think you need to understand one thing. Well, a couple things, but the first thing being is that ownership will probably have a say in this decision because of how how important he is to the franchise. If one of the faces of the, he might be the face of the franchise.
2: I think he and Jones are the faces of the front. All right,
3: stuff, so let's yes. call it what it is. Right. Um so I mean there's that aspect to it which also I mean, which makes the negotiation a little bit more difficult. And then you have to try to figure out and maybe that's go back and look at how Buffalo views it but how, you know, how much of an emphasis Joe Shane puts on that position. How important is that that position to Joe Shane and Brian Dable? Right?
2: Well, I mean they did, they didn't put a huge emphasis on it in in Buffalo. Right. And that's where they're from. But I I don't know. I mean, and and what gets me nervous, too, is you say, you know, ownership. Is ownership going to get involved? Now, if ownership says you're offering him 12 and a half, he wants 14. Give him 13 and a quarter. Fine. Right. But if you're saying, listen, we'll give him two years at 26 or 25 and a half. And you want me to go five years at 60. You know, I I don't know that I want to do something like that. Like ownership can maybe meddle a little bit, but I don't want them overly involved here.
3: No, I don't think I, I don't think. It's going to be overly involved. I just think if it gets to a point where he wants, you know, he wants fourteen and a half, they feel good about thirteen and a half. Is it somewhere in the middle? And for you know, because again, I mean, a lot of these decisions are, especially with players of players at Saquon Barkley's level, that have that, you know, the the face of the franchise. Kind of, they love everything he brings to the table. That's not just that everybody not, does. No, no, I know, but that's that's not strictly just a. A you know X's and O's you know GM kind of just focused on uh, only the money kind of deal. Like there's other things that teams take into account when making when making deals with players like that.
2: And and what what is that? What what like what they are? Locker room guys? No, they-
3: yeah, locker room guys. It, does it send like what kind of message they want to send to the team? Like uh, is it's better to pay guys that you know it's better to pay our own guys than go out in free agency and spend the money because we know them, we know their injury history. Sure. And on top of that, we know you know it sends the right message that if you do all of these right things. That you'll be rewarded, and I also think there's the you know season ticket stuff. It's the all that other stuff is is a part of it.
2: Well, come on, but Giants fans are going regardless.
3: No, I, I'm just telling you, I'm just telling you that when you get a player at that level that brings other stuff to the table, that sells the jerseys that Saquon like. It has you know people Giants fans have a, a special connection to Saquon Barkley. That that I mean that. That's involved when you negotiate these deals.
4: Well, I,
2: I have a problem with that.
3: I don't think it. Yeah, but here's the thing. You're, you're making it seem like it's, it's to the point where because of those things, they're going to reset the running back market. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying, like, with, with most just straight-up deals, you'll have a number. Here's the number. You don't like it, we're fine with you walking away. But I think sometimes when you get players like this, like, I think that if it was up to Brian Cashman, he had a number in, in years for Aaron Judge that made sense to him. This is what he's worth. We have all the analytics, all the numbers. We've forecasted what the production would be, how it would relate to us winning a championship. Here's the number in the years we feel good about. And if it was strictly up to Brian Cashman, because people are still going to go to Yankees games. If Aaron Judge left, people are still going to go to Yankees games. Correct. Would have said, here's the number, take it or leave it. He says, leave it, fine, we'll move on, we'll spend that money somewhere else. But no, because of all the other stuff that Aaron Judge brings to the table, all the money Aaron Judge made the team this year, Judge's... uh, the judges whatever it's called all the 99 judges chambers right, judges chambers right one of the faces of baseball is then he gets involved and says no we got to get this done
2: right but here's the thing also and this is why it's not exactly apples to apples and i know there's a luxury tax and the threshold and all that you you can for the most part do whatever it is that you want to do in baseball
3: right because he's going to be on the foot's of the bill but you can also i mean there's that you ask yourself, like, where's their salary cap? Where's all that? Like, you can find ways. You
2: can, Of course you can find ways. But I, I would ask you this. Would would you rather have a running back room like the Eagles and a, an elite offensive lineman at, say, guard to add to what what's a, a, a getting better offensive line? Or would you rather have Saquon Barkley and, and the unknown as far as his injury is going to be moving forward?
3: I don't think it's that cut and dry. I would probably have the offensive lineman. But here's where I have a problem with this whole conversation is that I can't sit here and tell you that. And then on the... And out of the other side of my mouth, tell you that the jet season would have been different if they had Brees Hall. Well,
2: right? uh, I, I think I think that's fair, and Brees Hall is is clearly a difference maker.
3: And so was Saquon Barkley.
2: Clear, oh, clearly. I mean, one of the few running backs that really moved the needle. Well, that's why we're talking about you know the discussion of are you going to pay him twelve and a half for thirteen or fourteen or fifteen or you know if he wants sixteen, that's just too much. Like clearly, there's something there. But I, I again, my point is, I don't think this is so easy. Like, there are a lot of people who say, just pay if he wants 14, 15, whatever. Like, there's a definite injury history. There's the fact that running backs do not age well, and you don't know what the future is going to be, and that money probably could be used more judiciously elsewhere.
3: I don't think you're wrong. I do not think you're wrong. And I think a lot of people say, I think a lot of people feel the same way that, that you feel. I'm just trying to give you the other side of it. Right, because if it was that cut and dry, it would be okay. We we tried during the the bye week; it didn't work. We know what you want. Here's what we're willing to pay you, and if it doesn't work out, we also have the franchise tag if we want to use that. But we'd like to get something done. I think that I think that there's more that goes. I, I guess what I'm trying to explain to you is that with players like Saquon Barkley, mm-hmm. there are there are other things that also factor into the decision that you have to take into account.
2: And and he's a fan favorite, fan favorite right. leader in the locker
3: room. He's done everything right. It's guys like that that you know you want to. You want to try to take care of because it sends the right message to your locker room? Like, we can't have you as the shining example, and then all of a sudden it comes time to pay you, and, you know, we're like, no, we're all set. It just doesn't send the right message to the locker room.
2: I-, I get it, but how strong of a locker room is this besides Saquon Barkley? Like, I guess my question is, do you think that the Giants fans listening right now are saying, keep Saquon at, you know, four years for, I don't know, $58 million. 35 guaranteed, or, you know what, that money can be used better elsewhere, and because it's Giants first and foremost, like, I'm just wondering, he's Saquon, he's the face of the franchise, or one of the faces, and no matter what it is, you want to keep him, or if there's a real thought of, you know what, we have to think about moving forward without him.
3: I think I think that Giants fans are at a point that if Saquon left, they would miss him, but they trust Brian Dable and Joe Shane to make the right decision.
2: Right. and And it's Giants first and foremost, right, before... It's anything else. Well, it
3: has to be, and plus, I think there's a lot of. I mean, there's a lot of smart football fans that watch all these games and watch what these teams do with running backs and say to themselves, you know, look at the money being spent on some of these running backs, and it just it's not. It hasn't been worth it. So why would we be the team to go to go and do it? Right. When we have needs all over all over the place,
2: all over. I mean, if this team was a piece away, you know what? That's a different conversation. But again, I think it's either it's Sa- it's going Sa- to be Saquon and that kind of money, or it's going to be. I can add another legitimate piece to a team that needs a lot of pieces.
3: I think Saquon's one of those guys, and, and I think we just kind of willy-nilly throw this around where it's, oh, he can leave a couple million on the table. He'll make it up off the field. I think Saquon Barkley is actually one of those guys, though, that would, would really reap the benefits and rewards yes. of being a giant for life.
2: Can I selfishly tell you what I hope happens?
3: Is that they franchise him?
2: Yeah. That they, they agree to a deal with, with Jones. They franchise Saquon, $10 million. And I, it sucks. I mean, listen, but here's the thing. It's, that, that's what the business is. That's the nature of the NFL right now. If and you take
3: emotion – listen, if you take a motion out of it, you're not wrong. It's, I mean, you had them for five years. You franchise them twice. That's seven. And then thanks for your service, and we move on.
2: That's right. That, that, that to me is the perfect world, but I don't, I don't know that they're willing to do that. And I don't think they – I don't know that they want to make them unhappy. And I think that probably makes them unhappy.
3: But I think the threat of that though could get you to a, a sweet spot where both sides aren't aren't thrilled, but it makes sense for both sides.
2: Like if they if they offer him three for thirty nine, that, that's a good deal, no? It's solid. Yeah, it's, it's a, solid. It's, it's a real good deal. Let's get to some of the calls. They're lining up. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Eric in Queens. Go ahead, Eric. You're on ninety eight seventy SPN.
5: Yeah, Dave, Rick, good morning. Good morning. Listen, um, I I don't wanna overpay for him, but I do believe uh just as with Plexico and and Eli, when he didn't fight for Plexico, it kinda of changed his uh uh production. I believe that as Saquon go, Daniel Jones go. So if you lose him, you know, you guys gotta think about that also. You know, because they, they both were joined at the hit. But uh, what Eric do you guys think about my, th-
2: my thought would have to be you don't you don't lose him and have nothing in the running back room. You take a you take a step back and then you improve elsewhere on the offense.
5: Yeah, but Dave but also taking a step back for some guys, I mean you look in Dallas. Look at Dallas hit the San Francisco game. When Pollitt was out, what happened to uh, Dak? How did he perform? Yeah, but we're, know, listen, so, but,
3: but hold on. We weren't talking about, I mean, no one's talking about Tony Pollard. Everyone thinks Tony Pollard's a better running back. It's what happened, what the hell happened to Zeke? He's the one you paid. That's the fear.
5: Yeah, he, yeah, but he's the one you paid, but who was the guy that produced? We're talking about production. We're not talking about money. If, if, no, if we are, no, we are talking about game, money, though.
3: No, no, no. We're, we're It's exactly what we're talking about is the money. And you would point to Zeke as one of the running backs that got paid as to why you wouldn't pay a running back.
5: I understand, but Zeke has been in there a while. When We're Zeke got paid, exactly. Zeke was they the best running back. Bob
3: Listen, when Zeke got paid, he was one of the best running back, maybe the best, most productive running back in the NFL. And True. because of the nature True. of the position, when you when you fall off, you fall
2: off. That's right. There is no, you're still really good. Did you see, by the way, thanks for the call, Eric, what Jerry Jones said? Uh, Santiago, I'm sure you saw it. He said Zeke has had no drop
4: off at all. There's a lot of things that Jerry says that anger me greatly. That's, a, that's, not, even, that's just, not even the worst. What's, what's the worst? Yeah, it he had some another one. Oh, he, he had something about uh, the, how, how the Rams and the Eagles went all in to get the Super Bowls, and Dallas doesn't want to operate that way because we're perfectly fine. I'm, I'm, this is not verbatim, but we're perfectly fine being in the middle or something to that effect. It angered me greatly. That's, that's terrible angered me greatly jerry jones says all this stuff about he wants to win and he'll sign a check to win a super bowl but he lies he lies
2: so you think your your guy's a liar
4: we've been in the middle here for a few years but i like where we are right now more in the middle (laughs) those those (laughs) are the hell would want to be in the middle those are his words who
3: honestly depends on who's on the outside oh my oh
2: my what really who wants to be in the middle and by the way put a dollar right in the jar please thank you jordan paramus jordan go
5: yeah, how you doing? No, I, you know what? I don't hear a lot of people talking how Saquon honestly needs the contract. Well, deserves the contract more than Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones too, for 15 whopping touchdowns, where I feel as if that's easily to replace. Rather than Saquon Barkley, who's been a generational running back,
4: and he's not.
2: First of all, first touch- of all, first of all, and we'll let you continue I mean. along in a second. He's not a generational running back. He's he's very good. He's not generational. He had the potential to be. He's not. I mean, come on. He's not. I don't think he's he's not the best running back in football. So if you're not the best running back in football, you're not generational. And to diminish I mean, Daniel way. Jones, uh, hang on. Let me just finish. To diminish his 15 touchdowns with that receiving core, and he ran for touchdowns, and he didn't turn it over, and he had an elite game in the in the postseason. I'm sorry, for my money, Jordan Daniel Jones is a lot more important to the future of this team than Saquon Barkley.
5: Those are, I mean, regardless of the fact, those those are NFL wide receivers. He shouldn't be getting rewarded for doing something he's supposed to be doing. You say, you know, you don't have interceptions. It's like me patting you on the back, like, oh, good job, good job. You, you showed up to work today. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I understand it, but let's look at it. The whole body of the work of the season, St. Paul Barkley single handedly carried the New York Giants. You know, yeah, I don't know Jones about that. I don't, I don't think that's dunking.
2: accurate. That's
5: it. I mean, you can, there's literally statistics out there saying that he was like 80 percent of their offense
3: No, I think you know he was. In, I mean, he was he was in on 80 something percent of their snaps, which was the most of any running back in football. But I mean, there was definitely a a a period of time where he tailed off because he got injury.
2: hurt. It felt like he got hurt in that game in London against Green Bay, right? He had a shoulder issue. It felt like after Houston, he took a little dip down. And again, I don't want to diminish. I, I think Saquon is terrific. But if you said to me you're building around either Saquon or Daniel Jones, and I, 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 how are we sitting here diminishing Daniel Jones? I thought Daniel Jones had a, a terrific season, and you know what? And I think this is important. The longer the season went on, the better you saw of Daniel Jones.
3: Well, because I think that's I mean that's the nature of what happens. You're seeing, that we saw it yesterday with the whole Tom Brady thing, or when you start talking about Scott Rowland being a Hall of Famer. Right. Yeah. I mean, to make your case for, for one, you diminish the other.
2: I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that's the world we live in.
0: 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the, did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Thanks
1: for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo!
6: Over here!
1: Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts.
2: People are lined up. They, they find this conversation to move the needle. Jones, Barkley, both. Do you move on from Barkley and bring in you know another? I mean, you talk about $12, 13000000 million. That's that's good cornerback money. That's elite interior offensive line money. I just I don't think this is so cut and dry that it's just Barkley got to come back, come hell or high water. And I don't think that Shane and Dable think it's very easy of a decision. It either. didn't
3: sound like it. No, I mean it was cut and dry. At the end of the year press conference, it was cut and dry that Daniel Jones was going to be back. Not, I mean he talked around. Saquon's a good player, and and all. I mean he was was doing his best to talk around it. But here's the, I mean here's the 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 fear to that last caller is he's right like early on in the season before he started to get nicked up he was he was carrying the offense first 9 games 22 attempts a game 103 rushing yards per game last 8 games 13 carries a game 54 yards rushing a game that's the fear it's a
2: big difference with that position not, and again i don't cuz this is what people hear they they're going to talk and say did you hear Rothenberg says don't keep Saquon that's not what i'm saying no keep it at the just right saying, price I think you have to take a step back and really analyze this thing. By the way, you want to hear, uh, what is it, the Shane cut, RJ, that you have?
6: Yeah, Rick referenced Joe Shane and how he spoke eh, not as glowingly about Saquon as compared to Daniel Jones.
7: This is a special team. To me, it was my first year. We'd like to have all the guys back. I really would, but there's there's a business side to it, and you know there's rules that you need to operate under in terms of the salary cap. And you know Saquon's he's a good player. He's a great teammate. You know I love to get I love getting to know him this season. And you know he's a guy we would like to have back. It's just again we haven't had you know our our end of season meetings yet. We're less than 48 hours after that game, so everybody's going to step back. You know take the emotion out of it, evaluate the roster, and then again there's we got to operate under the salary cap. How are you going to divvy up How, how we're going to create the roster what are the priority positions and how we're going to move forward but you know we, we would like to have Saquon back if if it works out
2: I'm sorry that is not a definitive he's coming back come hell or high water
7: not compared
3: to what he said about Daniel Jones though no.
2: Daniel Jones he basically said Daniel's coming back right he actually slipped up yeah and we have that too RJ, let's take a listen to the the little slip up.
7: We'd like Daniel to be here again. He said it yesterday. There's there's a business side to it, but we feel like Daniel played well this season. He's done everything that we asked him to do, and you know, again, there, there's a business side to it. We we haven't went down that road yet. You know, we still got to have our meetings with our staff late in the week, and we'll devise an off season plan. But we we haven't had those meetings yet. But we would like to have Daniel Jones back.
2: I mean, he didn't say that about
3: Saquon. No, no, because I think it's just I mean, importance of position is you know, quarterback's number one.
2: Where did, when you rank the positions, quarterback one, tackle two, defensive end two, what's what's your second?
3: I would probably say, I mean, I would probably say it's tackle. Okay. And protect then, the quarterback.
2: And then get to the quarterback?
3: Get to the quarterback. I my, think My that, point is, when you prioritize no, it's, positions. Yeah, no, because this wide receivers more important now, I would say that.
2: Safety, corner.
3: No, I would say, I mean, shut down corner with right. how much they throw the football.
2: My point is, when do you get to running back?
3: Seven. It's down It's down the list, yeah. Eight? It's down the list.
2: It's down the list.
3: But I think there's, I mean, there's, there's probably a sweet spot for this to get done. I just don't know whether or not Saquon is going to be willing to get there. Unless there's just not, I mean, there's just not teams willing to pay him the amount of money he's looking for.
2: Let's go to uh, Danny Long Island. Danny, always a good caller. Good morning, Danny.
5: Yes, and I'm speaking in a very unemotional tone today because that's the way these issues have to be decided. There's no room for emotion, keeping or letting go players. As uh, the Godfather once said, uh, it's, it's, it's business, it's not it's business, It's business. not personal. So the, when you look at many of the teams in the running backs, in the playoffs, many of the running backs have multifaceted attacks. It's the, 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 the age of the one running back is almost done now because you need to get a block. You need to go catch a screen pass. You need to run. And they come off the field that much. And it's just, it, if I agree with Dave, if he wants to take the right price, you take the right price, but you can't bankrupt the position of running back. anymore, just like a wide receiver. You know, they talk about like Buffalo has three wide receivers. Well, guess what? Number two is leaving because you can't afford to pay them all. You can afford to pay one. You, you, there was a going rate for a running back. And that's what it's going to be. You look at the Steelers had to let go of Le'Veon Bell. You, ha- you can't bankrupt the farm. It, Everything you said about this running back is true. Great guy, great player, fits into the thing, but he can be replaced easier than the quarterback. There's not even a discussion as to which is more valuable. And I'd like, like to end with a, an unbelievable Tom Brady fun fact, if I may.
2: Oh, we love fun facts.
5: Okay. Terry Bradshaw's career ended with the same injury that Brock Purdy had. In 1983, Bradshaw went to Louisiana to get surgery. Yep. Didn't want to hubbub with the media. Walked into the hospital, made up a name, said his name was Tom Brady.
7: That's hilarious. Six years that story before that's
5: unbelievable. Unbelievable. Is that unbelievable That is you wild. Know, I was looking at the Brady thing, you know. He basically played a, a double career more than than Montana or Bradshaw. He's the first quarterback that benefited from the rules being relaxed that you can't touch wide receivers and you can't touch quarterbacks. So now we have Mahomes playing at the same time. So even though it's completely correct to say that Brady is unbelievable, the best ever, and it's true, we have a guy playing right now under the same rules that may be just as good as him.
2: He might be. He might be better, but he's not going to. Well, win but
3: more. it's yeah. Here's the thing, though. And appreciate the phone call. I've heard that story before. It Was a pretty. I mean, it's a crazy story that that would be the name that he, he comes up with. He checked
2: in under the name Tom Brady.
3: Tom Brady, yeah, that's was really his weird. alias. Um, Patrick Mahomes is is unbelievable, and the trajectory of his career could be. I mean, one of the greats of all time. But it's now. It's he's got to win more Super Bowls, and he has to have the same kind of longevity. Because that's got to be part of it. The fact that Brady and you know what you know what I appreciate most, having gone through you know kind of a, a a changing of the guard where you went from being the young guy to one of the old guys. What is that? Was the his ability to to be relatable to his teammates at his age? Because locker rooms are different now. This is I mean this was years ago where we got into like the whole video game thing and everything else, and it was like what the hell is happening?
2: Right, and, and I mean you, listen, he's let's be fair, he's old enough to be a lot of these guys' father.
3: Right. I mean, dude, he's 45 last year, this right. year. Still playing. I mean, yeah, it's. Hey, you know I give you, him a lot of credit.
2: I saw a tweet from Mina Kimes, uh, who I helped along with her career, obviously. Uh, yesterday she said, of all the football she's covered, and she's been around and she's really good, she said she's never heard anybody say anything negative about Tom Brady. Not a teammate, not a coach, not anybody that covers the team. Like ev- Everyone likes him. That's a rarity also.
3: Right, but I think that's why he was able to win at the clip that he was able to win at because guys i think buy, there's guys
2: would get get behind him and buy in.
3: Right. I think there I mean that's important for that position. Like by by nature it's a, it's a leadership position, but it's also like and i think part of cuz what they did in New England is crazy, man. Like i mean the fact that they were able to continually win at that rate when you know like not everyone is cut out of the same fabric as Tom Brady where he's just gonna, like him and Belichick are just going to continually push himself no days off. What's the what's the best championship, the next championship? Like guys get complacent and I think a lot of guys in Tampa got complacent. But in in, in New England, they just – every yeah, every would, year – They
2: wouldn't have – they wouldn't relent at all.
3: Is no. And I think that's – I mean, that's a lot to do with Bill Belichick, but I also well, I, think, I think that's so a lot to do with Tom I think, Brady.
2: I, I think when the head coach and the quarterback demand excellence and right. demand attention to detail and demand you to be you know laser-focused, it's probably hard not to be. It's probably – you know, but I, otherwise you won't be there.
3: But here's the thing, though, Dave. I think, I think the way – to what Mina Kaim said, in order for you to to have the ability to do that and be successful doing it, you have to lead the way that Tom Brady leads, which is to know everyone's name, to have, you know, these these connections with your players. Like I was watching something on Romeo Dobbs and they asked him if he had ever been out with Aaron Rodgers outside the facility. He's like, No. Not at all. Like that's like Tom Brady is constantly working out with his guys. Like he's Yeah, he knows like, his guys. It it's not if Aaron Rodgers is, is screaming and yelling at me and I don't really have any personal relationship with him, I may respond differently to, you know, if if Tom Brady's yelling and screaming at me, but I know that we have a a, a real friendship. Like, he knows who I am and he cares about me. It's different.
2: Uh, let's get to Mike in Elmwood Park. Mike, good morning. You're on 98.7. What's
5: going on, guys? Thanks for taking the call. I love the show. You got it. Uh, so, I love Saquon Barkley as much as the next Giants fan, but... I thought we were, after the playoff game, we were past, like, the Daniel Jones, like, borderline slander. Like, that call from the caller before the break saying that he's throwing to NFL-caliber wide receivers. I mean, I like Isaiah Hodgins, but he was on a practice squad. Richie James was on the couch. Lawrence Cager was on the couch, Marcus Johnson was on the practice squad. These are not NFL-caliber wide receivers that he's thrown to. No. I, I, I couldn't believe I heard that from a Giants fan, and it's driving me crazy. Like, well, don't, I don't, don't, don't let it drive you crazy.
2: And, and again, Mike, this is what we discuss all the time, is that people, to make their point, will try to diminish the other side. Instead of just, you know, pumping up Saquon Barkley and saying, he's the reason that you should whatever, you have to find a way to diminish Daniel Jones. Jones was very good, and Barkley is terrific. But I think sometimes you have to make difficult financial decisions. But,
3: but I think the financials of it are, are are the most important thing here, though, too, when you talk about quarterback and running back. Right? I mean, it's like trying to replace Daniel Jones for someone better is, first of all, it's going to cost you more money if you think there's someone out there better. They're well, going to who cost who this is that's
2: better, that's available, that's going to not take tremendous money and or draft capital away?
3: No, it's going to take tremendous money. I mean, it's going to be – it's it's probably going to be – if you think he's better than Daniel Jones, it's probably going to be more money.
2: Well, but who who is that guy even?
3: If you like, Derek Carr.
2: All right. Is Derek Carr really better, though? Um, Maybe he is, but is he, is he considerably better?
3: No, and plus you don't know – like, you don't know Derek Carr.
2: Right. And now I potentially have to trade for him or pay him, and I know what I have in Daniel Jones. Daniel other- Jones is more athletic than Derek Carr. Right.
3: Right. And doesn't turn or this season didn't turn the ball over as much as Derek Carr did. I just don't I think there's sometimes that people get so caught up and it's fine. Yeah, this is this is how you, you watch the game is you get caught up with just strictly what you see on the field and that you know that's that's all that should matter.
2: I think that's w- that's good for for you that you bring to the show and to the station is that you have that perspective that so many of us don't have. Because I I mean listen, ultimately I don't I don't care.
3: No, no, scenes. I know you don't care, but you care until you don't care until you have to care, Correct. where it's all of a sudden you bring in a guy who statistically looks great, all this talent, and then you put him in the locker room. And it doesn't and it, work. Right. And you're like, well, why doesn't it work? Like right. Carson Wentz. Why doesn't it work? He's got all this talent. Well, because the guys, the, the guys don't want to play for him. Like, he's not mesh, a good leader. It doesn't work. You're right. right.
2: You're 100% right. No, but I, I'm, I'm giving you credit. I'm saying like that's Thank something you. you add to the table that I, I don't. Right? I mean, there, there are things with fandom that I add that a lot of people can't, and there are things that you can add that other people don't understand, and I, I think it's great.
1: Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at dr on ESPN.
2: As RJ just so eloquently put it, Rick, I don't think you heard this: the quarterback bungalow.
3: Wow, I, he was going with carousel for a minute. Now, he's yeah, no, bungalow? no,
2: not anymore. Now it's a quarterback bungalow.
4: I feel like bungalow is more accurate at this what, point. What? Like what, it.
2: It, what it, in fact, is a bungalow? Isn't it like like, like a? Like an apartment or a hotel room?
3: Do we know? I thought that's what I was. Googling. I thought a bungalow. Yeah, that's a a
6: one-story house, cottage, or cabin. So what
2: does that mean we're going to get back into? Shouldn't it be a boogaloo? A boogaloo? That, that's a, no, that's electric boogaloo.
6: No, I, I, think, <laughs> I think all the quarterbacks are living in the bungalow. We have to sort them out, assign rooms to them.
4: Small house or cottage that is either single story or second story built into a sloping roof. Yeah, okay. I there's, don't know. There's a going.
6: lot of them. They need rooms to be assigned to them. We have to figure out where they're going.
4: So you look at this as like a reality show.
6: That's right.
2: Like, That'd
4: be great, actually. Yeah. How great would that be as a,
2: as a reality show? What are you watching tonight, the quarterback uh, bungalow?
4: Well, just... D- oh, go ahead. Who'd Dave. be the annoying housemate? Dave. Well, why would I be annoying? Oh, Dave would love me? Who said he's even invited to the house? Why can't I go to the house? Because
6: Aaron Rodgers is in the house.
4: He doesn't want so? you around. You
2: you think Aaron Rodgers is going to be in the house, and I'm going to be the annoying housemate? I think
6: Rick could be in the house with him. I think he would. Oh, I, he, he they, would. Well, they're friends. They've shared. I'll meals I'll make to- egg whites for everybody. They've shared meals together. That's
4: right. Steak and eggs, delicious. Oh yeah. And a mantini. I made them. They have the confessional where they all bad mouth each other. I great. think
6: I think Dave would go up to Rodgers and and, and and in an effort to. Ingratiate himself would start talking about ayahuasca and things, and then the no, Rogers. Not. Rogers I would, would look talk at,
2: about the 37-20 NFC uh, divisional round game. He'd throw you out the window. Did right. I ever tell you when Randy Moss got so angry at me?
6: Do that, take, well, it doesn't surprise yeah, me. Why do you know. take pride in this?
2: Well, I'm, it's a story. I'm not saying I take pride. Here's the problem. Okay, I see these people, and my first thought is, how does it affect the Giants? And then I find this this weakness. I'm like Lex, Lex Luther. I find this weakness for them, and I go right after it. So, do you remember? We had this big, like every talent at ESPN had to gather up in Bristol. This is probably might have been pre Rick. This is probably no. Uh, I was there for it. You, you went, you went up to that thing. That's yeah, what it's the one that Van Pelt uh, emceed, right? Van Pelt emceed it. I think Sage Steele was involved. Yep. Uh, John Skipper was. the former I was there. president of ESPN. Okay, so you remember? Do you? Remember, I mean, every, Scotty Pippen was there. Everyone was, like a, was there. It was a who? It was wild. It was a who's who. Like Jerry Rice was there, like everyone was there, and Randy Moss was there, and I went into the bathroom, and another bathroom story, and Jerry Rice was there, and you know he kind of we had the the stall in between us. That's and
4: Lawrence Taylor.
2: He kind of nodded. That's
4: Lawrence Taylor.
2: And I said something to the effect of, "Boy, that forty-one nothing game. That's does that still still hurt you terribly?" He's like, "Excuse me." I was like, "I was at that game. We we crushed you." He's like, "What?" what? And he got he got angry. You just said, is, this, "Is this
3: Randy Moss or Jerry Rice?" You just said Randy Moss. We just said Jerry Rice. Jerry you definitely Rice. said Jerry Rice. No,
2: I said Jerry Rice was at this event. No, I, I would giving you, you just... names of people that were at this big event. It was, it was. Santi, if Pippen I if was I, I
3: lost my mind, didn't he just say he was I, I, in the bathroom with Jerry Rice? No, I, I, I said, think you, I think you glossed over. Oh my God! I think you glossed over the story. We're getting Forget the story. I'm just, I want clarification. It was just always it was Randy Moss in
2: the bathroom. Jerry Rice, Scotty Pippen. It was a who's who of people at the event. And I said to Randy Moss, "I said, boy, that forty-one nothing game, NFC Championship game, that's got a sting, huh?" And he's like, "Why would why would you do this?" I said, "Because what what's one man's trash is another man's treasure," and he he did not appreciate it.
3: Yeah, because he's—I mean, because again, he's just trying to to have a nice relaxing pee, and you decide you want to come after him.
2: I'm a urinal assassin, is what I am. <laughs> Stun- <laughs> it's
4: a miracle you didn't coming get to theaters up in there. near
3: you. The honesty broker. The urinal assassin. See, I'm, I'm a urinal assassin. RJ, I'll, check the tape. He clearly said Jerry No, Rice.
4: you know what? He he definitely, did. he snuck in a Randy Moss in there. See? He did. Because you know what they do? They're like the FBI. They check the tape immediately, and then they realize, oh, he
2: did. Like, Jerry Rice was there. Like, everyone was there. And Randy Moss was there. And I went into the bathroom. Just threw that in as an aside. And hey, Randy Moss was there. See, you see what they try to do, though? They, they turn it around instantly.
3: Which so is amazing because when we first started the show, it was like it took 48 hours.
4: Listen, we didn't have the, the capabilities back here. We were struggling. You, you know what? You guys have totally butchered
2: the story. I'm telling you a, a story of how Randy Moss and I.
4: How you snuck up and bothered so another man at, me, at
2: the urinal. He got so angry at me.
4: I think we're trying to furious. protect you is what we're
3: doing. Honestly, we understand you have a problem. You What's can't my, have every story. What
4: is my problem? Don't you respect the fact that I? I? We I keep have, talking about HR on this program, yeah. and you're talking about sneaking up on men at the urinals and and, and saying sneaking. things to get them angry.
2: I didn't. I didn't walk up behind them and, and scream and have them, you know, like wet Earl himself. Ham. Diana, I have been lurking. There was urinal space, another urinal. And Randy Moss was at the urinal with a space in between. And I brought up that memory for him, and he was not pleased I brought it
4: up. Okay, so at least you had proper urinal etiquette. No, but but but, that's not not proper urinal. No one wants to have a And I was going to say that the other part is of proper urinal etiquette is to not talk to people. Don't bother.
3: Yeah, keep your eyes
2: forward.
4: what, what What do you want me to do? Like, because he said he said hi to me. No, he didn't. Yeah.
1: I, I, he stayed. No,
2: He's a friendly
4: man. It, 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 he said, yeah, but he it was not oh, a high so like, talk. You
5: want,
2: you want me just to say, "Oh, Randy, thanks for your service. Thanks for everything you did." No, no. I'm not going to do that.
4: Unfortunately, I can't check the tape on that one. No, just hey. It was just like a hey, what's up? What's up?
2: Yeah. Well, he gave me the entree, and I ran right through the wall.
4: You want to call Randy Moss and see if he can verify this? He probably, probably has not. a. Res-
3: he probably has a restraining order out. Wouldn't doubt order. it. He, at a certain point, RJ, correct me if I'm wrong, though. Like at a certain point, this becomes a, a trend that we're starting to see now?
2: I think we're long past the trend right. point, what, no? What's the, what's the trend? I don't that see you the lurk trend. Out,
3: That you lurk out of, uh, outside of bathrooms until famous people lurk, walk I, in. I, you know what,
2: Diana, I, have a, I have a bladder have that needs lurking. Releasing every once in a while. <laughs> Sorry. Diana, I have been lurking. Now, if I went into the bathroom and pulled down my zipper, uh-oh, and took it out and was... Pretending to go. <laughs> why wear pants? Only to have conversation with someone and to taunt them. That's a sickness. Just, Just get naked. <laughs> but I had to go. I was going and oops. Randy Moss is there. Let me make a comment or two that he might not, might not be happy about. The
4: Rothenberg rest area would be completely pantsless. I, I would
2: aim- love a rest area to be named after yeah.
4: me. I don't I don't think we can
3: do that now. Why? Think, I wasn't there's, some get real, one anyway. think there's some real questions.
2: L- let's go to the calls. I don't think you guys appreciate that story as you should. Well, I think, yeah, because I think you fumbled it. I think it kind of went right over your heads. No, I don't think it did. I, I think it did, which is, which is cute. That's fine. I see. If I'm on a different show with other people, it, that's probably an award-winning story.
3: Yeah, that also have the same sickness as you. What's,
2: what, what illness is that?
3: You know exactly what illness
2: that is conversation? I'm yeah, a yeah. conversationalist. I can't help it. No.
3: No, urinal's not the place for a conversation or for trash talk. He
2: said hi to me first. No, he didn't say they hi. He did.
3: It was not a, he did not give you the entree into a conversation. Did well. you give him the viking horn when you when you <laughs> walked, walked
2: up? Uh, I did
3: not. I, I actually kind of wish that you were just were pretending you were just pretending to be would have made the story funnier.
2: And, uh, <laughs> let's go to uh Dave in East Northport. Good morning, Dave. You're on eight
5: seven. Hey, Rosalind Face, I'm a big proponent of paying take one. You got a running based offense, so you got to spend more in that running back room. You got a running based quarterback, and uh, you can spend on a running back because of the cheapest position this side of the place, kicker. So if you spend a little more in that room, you're going to have to save a little bit maybe on your wide receiver room or somewhere else. But I don't want to do that. You got to pay the guy. He's an A place guy. Well, then you got to change your offense. You got to change
2: your coach. Why why, why would I change my coach? My coach inherited Saquon. What sense does that make?
5: Well, but he's a running base guy. He runs the. Is Buffalo a run based
2: offense? offense? What do you think? Is Buffalo a run based offense? You don't think that this coach can make it work with whatever pieces he has? You you think this coach is happy with
5: with this offense? I think your offense works. It's different than everybody else. You can't have a Patrick Mahomes offense without Patrick Mahomes. Everybody's those are generational talents, they're hard to find. Nobody so, is comparing no, no. I think well that I think that to, you, no, you think no,
2: you no, think, you no, think no, that no. when Brian Dable goes into the room and, and and looks at tape, he says, "Boy, I'm I'm hoping we can replicate the offense we had from last season."
5: I think he'll be he'll try to get better, but yes.
2: Yeah,
3: how do you get it better though? Be, how how would you suggest get better in this offense? You spend more money in the running back room, or guys, spend more money you keep for your wide A-plus receivers.
5: Guys, your locker room guys, and when you spend on a running back, you're spending fifteen million at your tops. But when you're spending on a top-flight quarterback, you, you're going to be spending fifty million. So first of all, a lot the Giants are not going to spend anywhere being,
2: near. They were done near fifty million dollars. No, I
3: just think he meant by position, though. I, well, I don't by, think he by, meant by Daniel Jones. I just think if you get the if you get the best quarterback, that's going to cost you fifty. If you get the best running back, that's going to cost you sixty. All right, so
2: yeah, but but why do you think that is? I think we all know why. it Who is. Who are the two teams in the Super Bowl right now? Okay, so they, they missing,
3: spend no money on running backs. But you're missing the point, though. Of the, I mean, let's really let's not go after each other when we should be going after the the call in the call the point was awful. Was that that this is like this is Brian Dable's offense that he wants to stick with and run? No,
2: no, I, I said that to him.
3: Like, Brian Dable is a great coach, and what great coaches do is they make the best out of what they have. And this is the best that they had, and he made the best of it.
2: And he had a great season. And Saquon had a great season. And Jones had a great season. But the offensive line is not what they want it to be. And this receiving
1: room is nowhere near what they want it to be.